When your business becomes VAT registered, you take on obligations and responsibilities as an unpaid tax collector working for the tax office. If you do not comply with these responsibilities, then it's very likely that you'll be relegated to the tax office's naughty step with possible fines and penalties for your pleasure. And we don't want that. In this week's I Hate Numbers podcast, I'm going to talk to you about the different types of VAT supplies. And for supplies, think turnover. The conditions that you need to stick to, to claim back any VAT that you pay out to your suppliers. Reverse charging, and I'm not talking about collect calls. And finally, the VAT return, how to complete it, and when it should be submitted. You're listening to the I Hate Numbers podcast with Mahmood Reza. The I Hate Numbers podcast mission is to help your business survive and thrive by you better understanding and connecting with your numbers. Number loving care is what it's about. Tune in every week. Now here's your host, Mahmood Reza. Hi folks, welcome to another weekly episode of I Hate Numbers, the podcast with a mission to improve your financial understanding, improve your money mindset, make more money, save tax and time, and give you the business lifestyle that you desire. Let's crack on with the podcast. There are three types of supply in the United Kingdom, namely exempt supplies, outside of the scope of VAT, that's UK VAT by the way, and taxable supplies. And within taxable, we break that down even further into zero rated, reduced rate, and standard rated supplies. If you're thinking, why have all these classifications? This is not just to keep finance people happy, but it has a relevance for when you come to charging VAT, what goes into your VAT return, and lastly, for claiming back any VAT that you've paid over to your suppliers. It's worthwhile remembering that in the role of VAT, your job as a tax collector is to charge your customers VAT where appropriate at the correct rate, to collect that VAT from them. That's called output VAT and you put that to one side. You then have VAT that you're paying on supplies for your business, goods and services that you buy in. The VAT on that is called input VAT. And what we do at the end of each relevant period, we compare the VAT we've paid over, the VAT we've collected, work out the difference, and we either pay it over to HMRC or we claim it back. More of that later on in the podcast. Within the category of exempt supplies are typically insurance, postal services and financial services. So if your business is a post office, then the supply of postage stamps will be exempt. You will also have supplies which are outside the scope of UK VAT. Typically, exports outside of the United Kingdom will be classified as outside the scope. will also include things like the payment of wages, dividends and taxes. Taxful supply, which is one that is further broken down, constitutes zero rated, for which the rate of VAT is zero. That will apply to children's clothing, newspapers, foods and medicine. There is reduced VAT, so the supplies of low consumption electricity will attract a rate of 5%. Currently, at the date of producing this podcast, the retailing of food by bars, cafes, restaurants, takeaways will attract a reduced rate of VAT. And lastly, we have what's called standard rated. And the easiest way to look at these is any item that you supply 
which does not fit into any of the categories of exempt, outside the scope, zero or reduced rate, is a standard rated supply. What's the implications of those different supplies? I mentioned earlier on in the podcast, it affects three areas. The figures that go into the VAT return, what you can claim back in respect of VAT that you pay out to your suppliers, and also the rates that you're going to be charging on those particular services. Later on the podcast, I'm going to be using the example of a newsagent and to illustrate that when we come to completing our VAT return and looking at what we can claim back. The general rule of thumb when it comes to claiming back VAT is that any supplies that you make which are standard rated, any purchases that you make which is connected to that sale, we can claim the VAT back. So typically in our fictional news agents that has an alcohol license and sells alcohol, then any products, all the beers and wines and spirits that it buys in, there'll be VAT typically charged by the supplier. It sells on that beer, wines and spirits to its end customer. There'll be VAT charged on that. And we can, if all the other conditions are complied with, claim back all the VAT. Any supplies that we incur in respect of outside of the scope, we can claim the VAT on that. So typically on exports, we can claim back the VAT on that assuming those items would be taxable if they were made in the UK. If we incur any VAT in relation to exempt supplies, however, prima facie, that VAT is not recoverable. So if your business in our newsagents example, if that newsagents also had a post office license and it was selling postage stamps, those postage stamps are called exempt, no VAT is charged on them. But if we had perhaps a bookkeeper who was employed to look after the books of the post office, any VAT charged by that bookkeeper, by that accountant, would not be claimable. If our newsagents sold children's clothing, so that's a very industrious, entrepreneurial type of newsagent, children's clothing is zero rated. Any costs in relation to selling those children's clothing that had VAT would be claimable. The other conditions that we need to be aware of when it comes back to claiming VAT is the documentation and the records that we maintain. If we think two of the main records that are likely to float about, and those will be invoices that we issue to our customers, a customer invoice must have relevant details on there for it to be a valid VAT invoice. Those would include the VAT number, an absolute must, the date of the delivery of those goods or services, the description of what those goods and services are. You can't just say it's goods. You have to be more specific in your wording, the address of the customer, your address, what the rate of VAT is that's being applied, the amount of VAT that's being charged, any discounts that you might be offering to your customers as well. The supplier invoices are effectively a mirror image. So we must see the supplier's VAT number, We must see on that document the breakdown between VAT, the rate that's being charged, the address of the supplier, and the description of the goods and services. If you purchase items of what's called a relatively modest low value, up to £25, the only thing that you need to have really is confirmation somehow that your supplier is VAT registered. If not, if you ever have a VAT inspection, you'll be expected to pay back that VAT with interest and penalties on top. So we talked about the different types of supplies. We talked about the conditions for claiming back VAT. I now want to talk about what reverse charged VAT 
is. Now, reverse charge VAT is where you act as both the supplier and the customer. You charge yourself the VAT and then you claim it back as input VAT subject to the normal rules. Now, governments like it because it reduces the level of VAT fraud and evasion. And when your business applies reverse charging, the responsibility shifts to your customer. It's like a reverse charge collect call where the bill payer picks up the tab. Now, it's important to remember, there's no money that actually changes hands. It's just an accounting measure. So where you purchase goods from overseas, perhaps you have got a marketplace in Holland. You employ the services of a Dutch supplier who's going to do some SEO translation work for you. They raise an invoice to you, assuming the value of their services are £1,000. If that service was provided in the United Kingdom, at standard rate, you would pay 20% VAT or £200. If the invoice, though, is a reverse charge one, and it must state so on the invoice from the supplier, then you act effectively as the supplier and the customer. You record that invoice in your VAT return, add £200 to the relevant box, and take off £200 to the relevant box as well. Remember, there's no money that changes hands. It's the accounting that's important. Bear in mind things like Google ads, Facebook ads are common examples of services that we buy that are subject to reverse charging. Folks, what I'd like to conclude with now is to look at the VAT return, the dates and the obligations in respect of VAT. Normally, for most VAT registered businesses, every three months at the end of a VAT quarter, a VAT return will have to be prepared. This essentially summarises the transactions that have occurred during the last three months. And there are nine boxes in a VAT return. For most businesses that are VAT registered, software or accounting systems will capture the information that goes into the VAT return, but it's your responsibility to make sure the figures in the boxes are correct. If you don't have an accounting system that does that, if you haven't gone digital, then that's a real big oversight. Check out the show notes at the end for a couple of links to some articles and resources on accounting systems. In your VAT return, there are nine boxes to complete, and they are as follows. Box number one is where you record your output VAT, and that's the VAT that you've charged on the services, the supplies you've made your customers. It also includes the output VAT from reverse charging. Box number two will apply where VAT is due on acquisitions or Northern Ireland goods, and it refers to overseas activities. And overseas refers to anything outside of the United Kingdom. For a simple VAT return where you're all UK-based, box two can be ignored. Box number three is just box one and two figures added together. Box four refers to your input VAT, and that's the VAT you're claiming back on the supplies that you've purchased, and the VAT from any reverse charging invoices. Box five is a difference between boxes three and four. If, for example, you have charged £5,000 worth of VAT to services you supply to your customers and you've incurred VAT on supplies that you've purchased to the value of three, then you have to pay over to HMRC £2,000. It can work the other way around. You may have a quarter whereby the output VAT is less than the input VAT. In that case, a refund will work its way into your bank account. Box number six is the total of your taxable and exempt supplies. It will include also the reverse charge value. Do not include VAT in box six, by the way. It's the value of those supplies 
excluding VAT. Box seven is the total value of all your purchases. Again, leave out the VAT from those items. Box number eight are supplies to the EU member states. And box number nine is acquisitions from EU member states. Again, if it's a simple VAT return in the sense that all your customers and suppliers are in the UK, box eight and nine is of no relevance. Finally, you must submit that VAT return within one month and seven days after the end of your VAT quarter. So if your quarter date runs between the 1st of June and the 31st of August, your VAT return will summarise and have figures going to those potentially nine boxes. You must submit that VAT return by the 7th of October 2021. And you must also make sure any monies that are owed are paid by that date as well. Nowadays, unless you have some exceptions, all VAT returns are filed digitally and online. There are some exceptions. So if you're a Quaker, for example, then you don't need to file a VAT return electronically. Hi, folks. I hope you got some value from this podcast. I'd love it if you could subscribe to the podcast. If you've got any thoughts and feedback on the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. If you've got any thoughts for what you'd like to cover in a future episode, I'd love to hear from that as well. Until then, have a fantastic week ahead. We hope you enjoyed this episode and appreciate you taking the time to listen to the show. We hope you got some value. If you did, then we'd love it if you shared the episode. We look forward to you joining us next week for another I Hate Numbers episode.